Welcome to the Happy Workplace Podcast. My name is John Ferris, and I'm passionate about leadership in the workplace and maximizing your potential. I'm not a millionaire, and I drive an old car. I've worked in many different jobs in both corporate and nonprofit companies, leading teams of paid and unpaid employees. I'm not yet 30, and I'm the production manager at an artisan food company whose product is popular all across Canada. I don't have all the answers, just my story and how I got here. Here we go, pre-interviews, how to get ready for an interview, how to prepare. So I'm excited because we're getting past the stories, now we're actually getting into the good, we're getting into the practical. Here's what we want to do to prepare to get ready for the interview. Everything that we should be doing before the interview actually takes place. So full disclosure, I haven't done a thousand interviews before, um, but I have been offered a job for every interview that I've been to. So I do the same thing to prepare for an interview each time, and I want to share those with you. But before I do that, I want to share something that I think is really valuable. So with doing public speaking and everything like that, I was told that people will decide whether or not they like you in the first 10 seconds. It seems pretty straightforward when you are going to meet someone or when you're getting up on a stage for the first time or talking in front of a group. Don't fumble with your paper. Make sure your fly's done up. Make sure you don't have one hair standing up. Just some basic stuff. Well, for an interview, it's the same way. However, according to APS, the Association for Psychological Science, they did a study where they asked people to judge the trustworthiness and competence of people based on a picture. They were studying the response time, and what they found was it takes a tenth of a second to form an impression of a stranger. A tenth of a second. That's all that it took. So when you're going into an interview, you don't have half an hour to make an impression. It takes a tenth of a second for them to formulate if they feel like you're going to be a good employee, if they feel like you're going to be a good worker, a good person. And then beyond that, you're essentially talking yourself into or out of that box that you've already been put into. So this is where you have to understand that the beginning, the pre-interview, is likely the most important part because that first 10 seconds or 10th of a second is incredibly crucial. So why not keep up their first impression of you rather than trying to talk your way out of it? Okay, so here's the important thing. You're, you're going along with the process, you send off a resume, and you don't bother asking them about pay or hours or anything like that. If you're confused at this point, listen to the first two um, episodes of this season and you'll get what I'm meaning. You get a message or a phone call asking a clarifying question or asking to set up an interview. Even though your interview isn't for another few days, it's time to get to work. It's time to start figuring this out and plan ahead. So I like to start with what to wear. Now this is a bigger conversation, but I think it makes sense. What you wear gives you confidence. If you've ever worn really nice shoes or simply put on a t-shirt that fits you really well, that emphasizes the right areas and hides the wrong ones, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So in your interview, don't wear a ratty shirt 
or something that doesn't fit you very well. Wear an outfit that gives you confidence, okay? My parents always used to tell me that you should wear dress pants and a nice dress shirt to an interview. I somewhat agree, but I also don't think that that's specific enough. I think you need to dress one level higher than you would if you worked at the company. So if you're going to be working at a place where most people wear a t-shirt and pants, to come in with a really nice dress on probably isn't a good idea, or to come in with a suit and tie. Wear a collared shirt or a nice cardigan. Wear one level up from what they're at. It shows that you're professional, and it shows that you're not going way above and beyond and that you actually can match with the company as opposed to not. You don't want to send the message that you're overqualified or that you're underqualified. If you're working in an office where everyone wears a suit, wear a watch, add a belt, add some nice shoes, do these little touches that'll just bring it up a notch. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just try to think one level higher. The old saying, dress for the job that you want to have and not for the one that you have, kind of applies because you want to dress one level up, but also don't show up in a suit and tie if you're going to wear jeans and a t-shirt every single day. So of course, this should go without saying, but it doesn't. Shower before your interview and wash your clothes. If you have animal hair or pets, be very careful that you get a roller. Make sure those off because you don't want the reason that you don't get a job to be because of hygiene. Also on this, don't put on too much cologne or perfume. Put on a single spray and that is it. That's just a general hygiene thing, but honestly, you don't want to be in a room with someone that you can't handle the smell of, or even it's not a bad smell, but it's just so overpowering that you're like, do I really want to work with this person every day? Maybe I'll give the job to someone else. This is a simple thing, but it could be an important thing. As a general rule for what not to wear, no hats, no hoods, no sandals, or no crazy hairstyles, okay? If you're unemployed, you can't afford to go bold with your fashion statements. Dress timeless for an interview, because most of the time, the boss is older, so pick an outfit that your parents would like and you're probably all set. It's gotta be an outfit that you like too. I'm not saying to ask, I'm not asking you to dress like your grandmother because that's not a good idea. All I'm saying is have an outfit that is cool right now and that your parents would be like, oh yeah, that's a nice outfit. Find something that works. So you've got your outfit pick. Next, you're going to figure out exactly where you're going. How long it'll take you to get there, what the building looks like, seriously, look it up on Google, what the traffic is like, where there's construction, if it's at five o'clock, what's the traffic gonna be like, and honestly, anything else you can find out. Remember this, information is power. If you come into the interview with a high understanding of the company, it greatly increases your chances. So, if you can't find where their building is, you've already lost. Going further, if you can look up their company online and you can find out what they're looking for, you've got a much greater chance of getting the job. If they're growing super fast, they're probably just looking for good, reliable people who can help keep them going in the direction that they're going. If they're a tech company, 
they're probably looking for someone with a new set of skills, someone that can add to their already impressive company. So learn as much as you can. Don't get into the interview knowing nothing about it. Know as much as you possibly can. Next, it's important to make sure you're ready for the questions you'll be asked. The truth is there are some weird and random questions that will come your way. So instead of planning up and figuring out an answer for if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? Or where do you see yourself in 50 years or anything like that? Just acknowledge that you are going to be caught off guard by a question. Embrace it. And then when they ask you it, you're not thrown off that they ask that question. You're thrown off that they think it's valuable <laughs> in the first place. So embrace it. And then you'll find that you're more relaxed. Next week, we're actually going to go over how to answer some questions, especially the tricky and difficult ones. Finally, and this is the last thing, plan out the interview. Okay, so if your interview is for 2 o'clock and you live, say, 20 minutes away, what time do you think you should leave? Let's play a little guessing game here, okay? So A, should you leave at 1.50, B, 1.40, C, 130, D, 120, E, 110, or F, 1 o'clock. Okay, remember your interview is at 2. Take some time and think about it. What time should you leave? If you said A or F, please listen very closely. That won't work, okay? That's not going to get you the job. The correct answer is D, or E, depending on your level of anxiety. This is why. If you leave early, drive past the building, don't go into the parking lot, drive past the building, and go find a fast food place nearby, have a drink from your water bottle, and go inside and go to the bathroom. The last thing you want in an interview is to be shaking because you have to pee. Let the shaking be because you're nervous. <laughs> So you go to your restaurant, you get a drink, you go to the bathroom, go for a quick walk if it's a nice day. And tell yourself you've got this, you're ready, you're prepared, and let that nervousness go away as you're relaxed, settled in, knowing that you are so close you can be there within a minute. This way you've already arrived and you don't have to worry about finding the place or being late. You've got all your ducks in a row at this point. At 1.45, pull into the parking lot, Wait in your car for a few minutes. And as you're there, watch the routine. Watch what people do when they're entering the building. This is especially important during COVID. If there's a waiver that they've got to fill out or what it is that's being asked of them, maybe the waiver will take you 15 minutes. Then you're going to be late. So observe as much as you can. Information is power. At 149 or 148, not 150, go inside. If there is a receptionist there, politely greet them, state your full name, tell them why you are there and who you are meeting. A few years ago, people would talk about the importance of having a good handshake and just how this would really set the meeting up well. Well, I don't know if we'll ever go back to that. And if we do, I honestly think just some people are never going to be comfortable with it again. This means you need to be more personal when you meet people because you can't do the traditional greetings. So say hello, look them straight in the eyes, and say it's very nice to meet you. 
in a soft, warm, friendly tone. This way, they'll get that genuine sense of, wow, they're being very personal. Before I go on, I want to talk about one final thing, and that's if you're doing the interview at a place that is a little bit different. Okay, so I've done interviews in offices, I've done interviews at homes, and I've done interviews at restaurants, and a few other random places as well too. One of the things that I love to do is that when you're doing an interview at a restaurant, I actually like to arrive very early. Okay, and here's why I do that. Meeting at a restaurant, if you're the one coming in, I actually find incredibly awkward. I find that, are they at the table, or they could be at the front, or they could be waiting outside, or waiting in their car, and there's just a lot of unknown with the meeting. So if you show up 20 to 25 minutes early, and you get to the restaurant, and you say to the server, hi, my name is John, I'm meeting with so-and-so from this company, have they arrived yet? They will tell you yes, or no. If they say yes, no problem, go over, sit down and say, hey, I was a little unsure if I could find the place, I didn't want to be late, I'm happy to wait and come back, or would you like to do the interview now? No problem. If they got there early and they're just killing time, they're going to be happy that they didn't have to kill any more time and they can get it over with. If they're busy, they'll pause and have you come back. No harm. If they're not there, however, what you can do is you can actually go ahead and get a table, have the waitress bring out some menus, and then you can wait for them inside the door. When they come in, you can greet them, and actually you get to be in the power position. You get to say, hi, it's nice to meet you. I took the liberty of getting us a table. And it really, pun intended, feels like you've turned the tables. Where now they're the one who is being interviewed by you, because you've already arrived, you've taken care of everything. You're secure in who you are, so they actually spend the entire interview proving to you that they're a valuable person as opposed to the other way around. If you think I'm joking, try this. I've done this multiple times, and honestly, you have all the power in that. It's a total power move, so try it out. See if it works. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, seriously, do that. But going back to the interview, show up early, not super early, drive around, find everything, and then you're good to go. But if you do all of these things, you're set up to succeed. Now all you have to do is just don't blow it from there. Well, next week, we're going to talk about the interview itself, answering the difficult questions, and what to share and when to stop talking. With that being said, I'm going to stop talking. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe to this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please share it with some of your friends. Let them know why this would be valuable for them. Uh, please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Happy Workplaces on both of them. We post uh, episodes that are coming up every week as well as a little bit of other information as well. Uh, seriously, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for the support. Have a great rest of the week. I look forward to joining you in two weeks.